Welcome to the PGK Presents Podcast with Pastor Gerald Kiner. You are about to get filled with inspiration, motivation, and education based upon the Word of God. Your consistent giving to this podcast will help keep these words of wisdom flowing into your device. To sow back into the ministry of Pastor Gerald Kiner, visit our online giving page at www.thejesuspeoplechurch.com. Today's podcast is entitled, Why the Wicked Prosper and Most Christians Do Not. Pastor Kiner skillfully explains that the wicked prosper because they implement God's divine principles, while most Christians choose to ignore them. You are about to be trained in the key principles that the wicked implement, that if you do the same, you too can prosper. And now, here's Pastor Kiner. With me, Psalm 73. My God, awesome message in the Lord to continue our series on prosperity tonight's message will be entitled why the wicked prosper and most most Christians do not why the wicked prosper and most Christians do not very powerful message because many people they have a thought in their mind how in the world are people prospering that don't even go to church? And I come to church and I'm not prospering. How is it that the wicked can have the finest of cars, the finest of homes, the finest of vacation spots, the finest of yachts and, and the trips around the world and, my God, million-dollar annuities? How can they have all of these things and they despise God? How can they have all of this? And I'm coming to church. Very powerful question. Matter of fact, very popular question. So many people in Christendom want the answer to that question. And tonight it shall be manifested. And praise God, before 2003 is one third over, this message is going to be a book coming out very soon to us very soon because it's a very important message that should be broadcast and published via the world very very relevant and you all have the edge tonight because you are all about to receive it fresh off the holy ghost presses in the mighty name of jesus psalm 73 verse 1 through 17 awesome now listen to this let me touch back once more on the memorization scriptures the reason why it's so important it's because when God has you to teach, do you not know that many of the scriptures and messages that I minister come from the years in which I had to memorize scripture? They were somewhere on deposit in my spirit. And the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will bring back all things to your remembrance. But if you have nothing in your memory, what is he going to bring? So the only way the spirit of God can bring up word when you're ministering, word when you're teaching, word when you're talking to somebody, when you're talking, word when you're counseling people. The only way the Holy Spirit can bring that word up is you must have it in your memory. Then he said, I bring all things to your remembrance. The word you memorized in 1997, I'll bring it up in due season. The word you remember, you memorized in 2001, I'll bring it up. It's only building yourself up for what God wants to do to you and through you 
when you commit yourself to getting this word, it's only building you up. And especially when God has ordained the man or woman of God to give us specific scriptures to memorize. It would behoove us if we're going to be in the next move of God to take advantage of what God is doing. Because pretty soon we're going to be, my God, having citywide workshops. And you have to know what you're talking about. And I want the Lord to bring something out of me. I don't want to just speak out of myself. But I want that word coming up. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. We thank God for our brother from Togo, Africa. Leslie, give the Lord a hand clap of praise for him. Thank you, Jesus. He was interpreting. I was preaching earlier, and he was interpreting my English into French. Hallelujah. We're practicing like Reinhard Bonnke. In the name of Jesus. I loved it. It was awesome. Okay, Psalm 73, verses 1 through 17. It reads, truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well not slipped, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compasseth them about as a chain. Violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than their heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens and their tongue walketh through the earth. Therefore his people return hither and the waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, how doeth God know? And is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain and watched my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I plagued, have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the children of the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God and understood therein. Somebody give the Lord a victory, hand clap of praise. You can be seated if you can. Before we get started, can somebody just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just give me, give me something. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I bless your name. Hallelujah. Sister, I, I get uncomfortable when I don't hear. Hallelujah. Jesus being glorified and exalted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got to get a good hallelujah in every now and then. I got to get a praise, a glory. Thank you. Hallelujah. Shout. Oh, my God. He's an awesome God. I, I feel it in my bones. My toenails are growing. My feet are getting too short for being for my shoes. I feel the spirit of God moving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Awesome word tonight. Why the wicked prosper and the righteous and the most Christians do not. Listen to this. He said, truly God is good to Israel, even to such as have a clean heart. He said, God, that's a hint. He said, God, take care of those that have a clean heart. Maybe that's one hint right there. Why most Christians don't prosper. Because actually most Christians don't really have a clean heart. But we'll go on into it later on. He said, so he started off where he was ending. He said, truly God is good to Israel. See, he's talking now after the reflection, after he had almost messed up, he's telling now, he's starting this now, truly God is good to Israel. 
man, I know what happened. I know what happened to me. And the second verse gives us a hint. He said, but as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well not slipped. Why? He said, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. That's what messed up Eve. The look. That's what get people in, in, in sexual traps. It's the look. The look. The look. We begin looking. We begin analyzing people and, and constantly can't take our, take our eyes off them. And that's what messes us up oftentimes. The look. So he began looking at the guy in, in the Lexus truck. He began noticing his next door neighbor that, that had the BMW truck. The, the Pathfinder and the Roadrunners and all of that. And my God, he was still driving his Ford Pinto. And he said, my God, I'm tired in every Sunday and this guy never goes to church. He said, but why is this man prospering? He said, I became envious at the foolish. He said, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, he said, my God, my children have to jump rope with a water hose. And they're jumping rope, my God, with brand new jump ropes. They got, my God, Batman rackets and we can't even afford Nintendo. He said, my God, we have to play the old Atari video games. That was I found in my attic from years ago. He said, we can't buy anything new. We said, well, I, a DVD, he said, I'm just not buying the VCR. And these guys had v, v, DVDs before it came out. He said, I'm envious at them. He said, every time something come out, they got the latest porn palettes. They said, they had, I, I don't even have a desktop, and they had a laptop computer before I had a desktop. He said, my God, I'm looking at them. Give it my money to church, and I'm not even blessed. Watch this. Is that part of the reason why he's not blessed? Because he has a complaining spirit? Hmm. Let's go. Watch this. He said, for there are no bands in their death, meaning there's no sickness. He said, they, they live up to an old age. No bands in your death means that, my God, there's always problems in your body. There's always pain. You're dying in agony. He said, there are no bands in their death. Listen to that. No bands in their death. But their strength is firm. See, these people live, my God, some of the wicked. They just had a 100-year-old birthday celebration for, for Storm, what's Storm, the Storm Thurman, the guy that had Senator Lott in trouble, the, the segregationist, 100 years old, in a wheelchair, smiling. Man, wanted blacks to be on the back of the bus forever. 100 years old, still living. And some of the old warriors, Martin Luther King, dead. Mega Evans, dead. This man, segregationist, hated African-Americans, still alive, 100 years old. He said, my God, they're still, they're still living. He said, they are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. He said, therefore, pride compassed them about as a chain. Violent covered them as a garment. He said, their eyes stand out with fatness. Man, they have more than their heart could wish. He said, my God, we got one car that's barely working. This guy got three cars, a boat. In his driveway, three cars, cars in his uh, mama's garage. He has a, a penthouse downtown, then has a beach house in Florida, has another vacation, Times Squares, all over timeshares, all around the world. And I got a struggle to go to Mississippi to a national park. He said, my God, these guys got more than they hard could want. What does he say? He said, they are corrupt and speak wickedly. Concerning the oppression, they lawfully speak. He said, their mouth is set against heaven. He said, why in the world we need God? He said, we don't need God. We build God's strength by ourselves. 
You say, okay, if you, you believe God so much, tell, if you need a light bread, sit there and wait on God to bring you a light bread sandwich. And see once you starve to death. You, you go believe in your God. He said, my God, these guys speak against heaven. What else did he say? He said, my God, they speak against heaven and their tongue walking through the earth. Therefore, his people return hither and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, how do it, God? No. And is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. He said, they got dead presidents. They got Benjamins. My God, they got dollar bills. They got stocks and annuities and bonds. They got high class CDs. They got government uh, 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 securities. Everything I want, they already have. He said, verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain. He said, I done came to church in vain. I done got baptized in vain. I done, he said, man, I done cleansed my heart in vain. I done shouted and praised God. The preacher say, if you just give God some praise, I, I, went, I remember one time I praised God so long the summer saying, my God, I fainted. He said, I praised God so long. I was slaying in the spirit and got up and went home and my light gas and water was turned off. Had to stick my extension cord next door to the, to the dope dealer's house. He said, come on, man, you can use mine. Where's your God now? He said, my Surely I done cleansed my heart in vain. He said, and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. My God, I'm suffering every day, going through every day. The devil fights me every day. And this guy is in the house chilling. Laid up, satellite dish. I can't even afford cable. Satellite. In every room, he had satellite. Listen to this. He said, mm. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. He said, when I thought to know this, it was too painful to me. He said, my God, I couldn't even sleep at night. Just to think about, I got to get up and catch matter in the morning. And this guy is about to get a USA Today thrown in his driveway. A New York Journal, Wall Street Journal thrown in his driveway. My God, the New York Times is in his driveway. I can't even get the commercial appeal. Man, it's too painful for me to even think about. I'm, I'm about to go into a state of depression if I keep thinking about this. I'm about to backslide some more because it's just too painful for me. Then he said, until I went into the sanctuary of God. He said, man, I went to church and some preacher that was anointed, that had been studying the word, that had been breaking down the word, that had been laying out before the Lord, that had been getting the word inside of him. Some preacher that was just fasting and seeking his face told me that the wicked won't make it to heaven. That their, their U-Haul full of goods won't make it to heaven. That they're going to have to stand before God's throne in judgment like the rich man Lazarus. They're going to have to lift up their eyes in hell. They're going to have to lift it up while I'm going to be shouting gold dust in heaven. He said, thank God for the sanctuary. That's why it's important to come to the true sanctuary. Because if you get in a true sanctuary, you're not going to go out the same way you came. When you get in a true sanctuary, the things that you didn't know coming in, you're going to know before you go out. When you, I don't want to go to a place where I don't, I, I, I'm just, just as ignorant about Christ when I came in as I am as I'm leaving. That's not a sanctuary. I don't know what that is, but a true sanctuary, I'm going to be educated in the things of God. So watch this. A definition of the wicked is this, a mischievous person bent on doing wrong who opts for sin instead of living by God's decree. 
a rebel, a mischievous person who is bent on doing wrong, who opts for sin rather than obedience to the word of God. A rebel. They want to do what they want to do regardless. Now, the Hebrew word for wicked is the word ra. R-A, Ra, in the Hebrew word for wickedness means evil, an evil person. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You now know the age-old question of why the wicked prosper and most Christians do not. The wicked support their own. Pastor Gerald Kiner is one of your own. If this message has blessed you, please consider blessing Pastor Kiner. Sow back into the life of this mighty man of God as he has just sowed into your life. Your gift will surely be an encouragement and a sign to Pastor Kiner that PGK Presents is making a difference into the lives of our listeners. Please visit the online giving page on our website at www.thejesuspeoplechurch.com. Also on our website, you will be able to download countless other messages and books by Pastor Kiner. I'm Charles Nelson. And on behalf of PGK Presents, thank you for listening. Until the next podcast, be blessed.